Good or bad, change is inevitable. Most people need some sort of guidebook to navigate the changes for personal growth. Welcome to A New You with Liz Tupling. Now there's a show that helps you through your personal transformation by providing answers, anecdotes, and tips that work. Now, here's your host, Liz Tupling. Hello and welcome. It's a new day and you're listening to A New You with myself, Liz Tupling, on Voice America, the Empowerment Channel. Well, folks, our worlds are shifting and they're changing. And many of you are experiencing a gradual reopening of life, perhaps a return to the things that we're familiar with, that we've always found joy in. Maybe you're connecting with more friends, with neighbors and loved ones. And likewise, many of you may also be realizing that some of the changes that you made and the ways you adapted to COVID-19 had a positive impact on your life and that of your family. That said, I urge you to consider maintaining some of these rituals and some of these routines that you adopted and that you are maintaining and have been maintaining since perhaps the middle of March. Whether it's family game night, it's bike rides, hikes, gratitude jars, growing your own food, caring for your body differently, Don't abandon these things. You chose these things during this time for a reason. So as our planet begins the process of rebuilding and rebooting, I encourage you to live from a space of conscious choice and intention. We're not on the backslide of this, folks. This isn't where we say, "Mm, things are slowly coming back to normal, so let's coast and let's just slip back into the way things used to be. No, we're in a much more powerful time. This is a point of creation in one of the most historically life-altering times on our planet. And this is where you, through your willingness to choose something different, to be something different, get to be the real you. Hence the theme of today's show. And who better to have this discussion with than my return guest, Jerry McLean. You know him from prior shows, but I'm going to give you a quick refresher. Jerry McLean is a lifelong learner and venture and a spiritual teacher. He's been committed to exploring and gaining a deeper understanding of the secrets of the universe for many, many years. Jerry has been a facilitator of change to approximately 10,000 people over a span of 30 years. Acutely aware of the power of attention, Jerry discovered many years ago that the most dynamic creation that we can be a part of is the one that starts with where we allow our attention to land. Over his lengthy career as a change agent, Jerry hosted thousands of gatherings during which participants spent anywhere from one to three days learning and putting into practice the fundamentals of eight building blocks of life that would then serve as the foundation for massive transformational shifts in reality. Since his early 20s, Jerry has been an entrepreneur with a keen interest in health, well-being, anti-aging technologies. As an athlete with a performance-driven mindset, Jerry founded ADE, Attention Directed Enhancement, a uniquely designed program to elevate and support athletes' achievement capacities in their chosen sports. He is the proud father of an amazingly talented and accomplished dynamic duo, his daughter Kia and her fiancé Jimmy. Welcome to the show, Jerry, and thank you so much for taking time to be with us today. Good morning again, Liz. It's always great to be part of your program here as you touch many, many people around the planet uh, in in a great way. 
Well, thank you. I appreciate those kind words. And so for some of you who may not have listened to prior episodes, um, where Jerry and I have discussed and, and turned and you know, tossed around so many different ideas. Let, let me give you just a um, a quick snapshot of Jerry if you've missed some of the other episodes in which he has been a guest on the show. In January of this year, Jerry developed necrotizing fasciitis, which is otherwise known as flesh-eating disease that ravaged and almost took his right foot and life. And since that time, he's been on an incredible and miraculous journey of healing and transformation. So, Jerry, it's been a couple of weeks since you were last on the show. And during that, the two weeks since we, we've last talked, you've been navigating some challenges with your foot, but I'm learning also some really exciting developments. How are you feeling and, and how and what has transpired in your recovery? Well, the recovery, you know, now we're, we're over five months since this particular situation or issue um, came about, and I've always been a very fast healer, so this is a definite uh, different phenomena for me. What's happened is, you know, you go to the doctors, they go in and they clean the wound up, and they tell me it's getting smaller, but it's getting smaller very slowly. So we're talking about a two-inch by two-inch wound that keeps me from living my life the way that I so choose to live it. What happens is, is I go in, I meet with the doctors on Wednesday, they tell me what they tell me, and then I have to deal with the aftermath of what they tell me. They Mm -hmm. tell me the only way to really close this wound is to have a a split thickness graft. I don't want to do that. I've been telling them for weeks that I do not want to do that, and they keep on saying that's the only way. I find that that to be a untrue statement for me. So what I find myself doing at that point is I hear them. I have resistance to what they're saying from a medical standpoint. And either it's me listening to them and doing it their way or me listening to me and doing it my way. So you get to that point, that um, point in life where you tip a certain way, it's either their way or my way. And I found that my healing in my life, when I do tip my direction, I heal much better. So what I did is I didn't like what the man said, the doctor said. I went ahead and I started looking at the building blocks and found out that, well, I want to make sure that I'm healing correctly. And I started looking at, okay, am I going to listen to them or am I going to go to what I know? Because when I go to something different than what I know, then I go to building block three, which then I start losing my energy. I start putting my arrow back on the doctors, and then my language changes to reflect the negative rather than the positive, reflect the issue rather than the solution. So what I found is I just started from the basics. I changed my language. I watched what I said. I put my arrow back on myself. I got more energy back. I found what I knew for sure, and I was tipped back in my direction. So the really important part about this, Liz, is this is the way that I live my life. I have a formula that works 100% of the time. It is duplicatable in every single situation 
that I create for myself. And, and that really leads us to, you know, the rest of the building blocks and how they are and what they are and how they really do impact and influence our lives. So, Jerry, I just heard that, that you, you, know, you, you left that appointment, and I'm sure you've left many appointments. And, and in those moments in the car as you leave, uh, you know, the hospital or, or the clinic, you, you have to be sitting there saying, you know, I, I'm going Frank Sinatra on this. I'm doing this my way. I mean, I heard it loud and clear from you that that is how you are finding your way back to you, to the real you. You know, this is this is this is the time in your life, and it's really it's magnetized, and and it is truly actualized in the form of closing up an incredible wound, which at one point in time in January was a full blown implosion, which has its own energy attached to it, right? So now it's 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 a completely different phase of healing in this conscious decision, this intention, this choice to do it your way is the pathway back to the real you. Well, it is, Liz, and it really brings up a lot of things. It brings up how pissed off you get, how mad Mm -hmm. you get, um, how angry you get. And when those different things come up, if you live in them, if you sit in them, are they going to do you any good? Does it help or hinder my recovery, what I choose to do. I want to play hockey. I choose to play hockey, you know, in the fall. I want to make sure that my body is ready and healthy to do that. If I go ahead and I listen to other people tell me how to live my life, now sometimes there's value, but you have to have a discernment in your life about what you're going to do and how much you're going to listen to. Because if I go back in my life and I look at how much of my life is my life and how much of my life is the life that I was told to live by my parents, by my teachers, um, by other people, and I find that I'm about a 5% Jerry compared to a 95%, you know, that I, 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 I choose to be. Mm-hmm. What this does, this, this way of life for me, so the building blocks are a way of life. They give me a magnification of knowing where I am at any point in my life so that I can make and facilitate a change. And after all, in the day that we're in nowadays, it is about facilitating a change that you can replicate and duplicate every single time. Because when we aren't able to duplicate or replicate, we go into a sports analogy like oh, I'm going to see what I can do to um, have that same thing happen again. So you put your equipment on the exact same thing. You try to eat the same things. And what you're trying to do is replicate. If you had a great game, say, the, the, the game before, you want to replicate that exact same mannerism. But what happens if it wasn't the mannerism that created the change, you just had a really good game because you were in the proper frame of place and mind. What this does is it takes away the, the um, area where you think you are going to do something to you know you're going to be able to get a duplication. 
And that's the beauty of, of living this way. Um, and for me, it really becomes impactful, especially when you get situations, you know, when your health gets impacted as the global mm-hmm. health has been impacted. Mm-hmm. I look at what I do with COVID. I pay zero attention to it. Mm-hmm. I understand it's there. I understand mm-hmm. it has an impact, but who chooses if it has an impact on them? Does the universe, you know, make that choice? Do the doctors, do, you know, the sportscasters, the newscasters, do they? No, you do. So to me, putting the power back in your own hands to make your mm-hmm. own decisions about does this impact or it doesn't, um, if it does, then you can use the building blocks and put yourself back into a powerful position again. And then that leads us again back, to Liz, to, to really what the show is about today, and it's the balance of the building blocks. Well, so I, I want to um, have you go into building blocks four through eight today and uh, walk us through those remaining building blocks because I, I sense that they will prime the pump, if you will, for another conversation that I'd like to have with you um, after we go through the building blocks. And that's the conversation that you and I talked about on being the energy of creation and what that can look like for people. But but very quickly before we do that, Jerry, I, I want to honor something that I heard that is so powerful. And, and there's a, a, a very um, motivating energy behind it and that was when you got into your reaction to the doctors and the way they want you to do things and your very conscious decision to do it your way and that whole topic of anger came up you know and are we going to sit in it or not sit in it but what I heard and this was my pickup on it and and you can tell me if you diverge and and you know but here's what I heard is that your you're being pissed off and you saying, fuck it, I'm done with listening to everybody else. I need to do it Jerry's way. That's some potent juice right there. And that's the catalyst to do an about face and to consider going back to coming, bringing that arrow back into you. And and I love that potency. And that's where I think anger gets a bad rap because think about all the time for all of you who are listening, think about all the time that you have sat there and you've gotten really pissed off about something very angry and you said that's it no more I got to do it my way and Jerry's sharing your example you know it's it's an inspiration for all of us to recognize that our our anger is one of the most powerful tools for change so I, I'm well, so grateful that you brought it up yeah, Liz it's a recognition and it's really what your show is it's a new you because each moment that you get in touch with where you really are, you get in touch with the moment of change. Mm-hmm. And that's the new you. And and so to me, what I do and what you do and what you talk about and what I talk about are exactly the same. Yes, mm-hmm. sometimes the wording or the mannerism is, is uh, a bit different. But the thing that I really enjoy about what you do and what you talk about is it's the, it's the application part of what you do or what I do because to have all of the verbal um, chatter that goes along with being a spiritual person or being an aware person or being, you know, awake and alive, 
you have to find out how to do it. And mm-hmm. when you give these specific ways that you do it or I do it, it gives a duplicatable point, which we're all looking for. Because mm-hmm. who wants to go ahead and make something easy complicated? You make it complicated, right. you're going to stop doing it the next time. You make something very easy and cause that shift, you're going to do it again and again and again. And then that creates the new you. So that's the meat of our discussion after break. And the first part of this show just flew right by. And here we are. We're going to take a quick break. But after we come back, I'm going to pick up this conversation with my guest today, Jerry McLean. You are listening to A New You on Voice America, the Empowerment Channel. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. We're on Alexa smart speakers and connected devices. Hey Alexa, play Being Here podcast on Apple Podcasts. Try it now. The White House doctor makes house calls. Listen every week for House Calls with Dr. Connie Mariano. Dr. Connie has served as the White House physician under three U.S. presidents. Now she joins the Voice America Empowerment Channel to help you enrich yourself physically, emotionally, and spiritually. Our guests will include professionals from a variety of fields who will bring you tips that you can apply to your own life. Listen for House Calls with Dr. Connie every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. On the Right Road with host Paula Phillips has arrived at Voice America. With remarkable heart and realness, this popular program brings inspiration, ideas, opportunities, and help to teachers and parents around the globe who work daily to guide kids on the right road in school and in life. Join the Right Road family of kindness, uplifting, and support. Tune in to On the Right Road, live every first and third Sunday at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Follow the Voice America Empowerment Channel on Twitter. You already know we're full of great ideas, and our hosts have plenty to say. We want to hear from you, too. Be sure to follow us at VA Empowerment and come back every day to see what's next. You need to live up to your full potential. You've heard that for years, but now there's a channel to help you get there. Introducing the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Our listeners have told us that they want to be motivated, hear about success stories, and positive encouragement around the clock. And we've responded to you. The Voice America Empowerment Channel is the home of the world's top life coaches, entrepreneurs, and success experts. Listen to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's here at voiceamericaempowerment.com. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective, plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access 
all the time. You are listening to A New You with Liz Tupling. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you'd rather send an email, send it to Elizabeth at mysoulgrowth.com. Now, back to A New You. We're back and you're listening to A New You with myself, Liz Tupling, and my guest, Jerry McLean. Thank you again so much for being back with us on the show today. And and the question that we are throwing out to you, the listener, is what will it take to be the real you? So before break, we got into a discussion of the, the eight building blocks that that Jerry has brought to us on the show a couple times before, but today that we'll, we'll walk through the remaining blocks, the blocks of four, five, six, seven, and eight. And the blocks that Jerry's referring to are the blocks that allow us and give us the platform to living that authentic life that, that perhaps you've been wanting to live, but just weren't sure how to get there. So Jerry, if you can take some time here to just walk the listeners through four, five, six, seven, and eight, and I think in the prior show we touched on four, but maybe we could revisit it for a second and and just walk us through those um, those tips, if if you will. Certainly, Liz. So number four is a block that just gets you very simply to what you know and how do you what does it what's the importance what's the value. The value is, is if you're in something that is unknown to you, we get scared, we stop moving because of whatever mannerism, whether it be fear-orientated or, or um, you know, you don't have enough money and you're scared of that, whatever it may be, when you get to what you know, it's a very potent, powerful point. That being said, how would you utilize getting to what you know, what you would do is find anything in your life that you know for sure. What's your name? Um, Are you male? Are you female? Who's your dad? Who's your mom? Things that you absolutely know for sure have a certain frequency and vibration to them. Once you know what they are, you'll know the difference between when something comes up and you don't know it. It's something different. It's unknown. So that's the value of getting to what you know. It gives you a landing point and a much more solid foundation. We move from four to five. Now, five is a very, very important um, block when we use it correctly, and it's called tipping point. What it does is it takes anything that's going on in your life and you you look at it and you say, oh, well, what do I want to tip towards? What direction do I want to go? So let's say you have an issue that um, your car isn't working well. You've got an issue with your car. Would you like to tip towards, so we'll call it tip left, towards the issue and the problem with the car, or would you like to tip the right way and towards the right and find a solution to the car? It's it's just a way to recognize what you're doing, what you're looking at, and how you're addressing what you want as a solution. Are you part of the solution or are you part of the problem? 
And just recognizing where you are at that moment is a very, very, very powerful recognition. And sometimes it just blows up the resistance or the issue, and all of a sudden you now glimpse or can find or can see what the solution is. It's that fast. And you remember the one conversation that we had, Liz, when we were on the phone, and we were just talking about recognizing what you do all the time, what I do a lot of the time, and that is, yeah, there's problems, there's issues, but you find that you said to me that you spend very little time on the problem, and you're always looking for the solution. That's well, the it, point. It is, and, and, I, and it's, it's also a, a little bit of how we view um, the situation. Is it really a problem, or is it something that's always been there? that now it gets our full attention so we can be in choice as to what to do with it. And so if we can frame it that way, it's not a problem. It's just an opportunity to really see what's always been embedded and locked in that was way out of consciousness. And now it's not. It's, it's up for full view. And now we get to choose. We're going to live with it. We're going to clear it. We're going to move, move on. What are we going to do? It's actually an opportunity. Absolutely. But, you know, you don't get that opportunity when you don't know where you are. Exactly. Once you know where you are, like you said, knowing that I was angry with what the doctor said, okay, is that bad or is that good? It just is. It's me knowing I'm angry. And as soon as I knew where I was, now I can make a decision. What Mm -hmm. way do I want to tip? What Mm -hmm. direction do I want to tip? And it's that fast. It's a spontaneous reaction to when you know what direction you're tipping and where you are. So that's block number five, Liz. Number six is a really cool one. It's one of the favorite ones. Um, It is called decloaking. And the way that I can describe decloaking, because it can get crazy, it can get loud, it can get quiet. But the way that I describe it to most people is this. You're walking down the street, you and a friend. And you're just enjoying yourself. You're having this conversation with this friend of yours. And all of a sudden, you walk through something. And you go, ooh, what was that? And what's the first reaction that you have to that, ooh, what was that? You take your hands and you brush it off. You try to get it off of you. It's like walking through a spider web. And the first thing you do is get busy at getting it off. What a decloaking tool is, is taking stuff off of you, your physical body, so that it can operate at a much faster and a much easier um, way. way. The way you do it is very simply, how will you know when there's something, something comes up? Let's say it's a, a heart issue. And your heart is beating fast or it's sad or whatever the the condition or the issue is. What would you do? Here's the mechanism to do it. You start moving your hands and you pull it off. Sometimes it can get very aggressive. Sometimes it can get very gentle. How will you know? You'll know because your hands will do it. Now, how will you know when it's done? Your hands will stop moving. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. if you go, is it gone? And if you find that your hands go back and want to move it again and take off more energy, more stuff from the heart area, you'll find that you do it. 
It's a self-describing mechanism that the human knows, the person knows when it's gone and when you're ready to move on. The phenomena that happens when you use this particular block is the quietness is so precise and so profound when you decloak and quiet yourself down is one of the more phenomenal, one of the more wake-up calls that you'll ever have in your life. And, it, and it's such a beautiful um, building block, and it, and it has so much power to, to transform because, it, you know, just as you were describing the mechanism for, for the you know, decloaking and, and the process of it, there's almost, you know, there is a lightness that's attached to that because that's like taking the 800-pound gorilla and just throwing him off your back and saying, you don't need to be locked into me anymore. You know, you're, this is not my reality. Once this is removed from my body, I'm I'm living at a much, or from a much freer space. It's taking that 800-pound gorilla, kicking it in the ass, mm-hmm. and it goes away and doesn't want to come back. That's mm-hmm. what it really amounts to. It is you in the driver's seat, mm-hmm. maybe for the first time in your life. Mm-hmm. It can be scary sometimes, but mm-hmm. then you take scary off. And then you get to the next thing, and you might decloak 10 different things. Mm-hmm. You talk about a life-changing event, all of a sudden you're sitting there with some friends around, and you guys are ready to crack open a bottle of wine and, and remiss or re, you know, take a look at what you just did and laugh your ass off because it is mm-hmm. that much fun to do that one. That's amazing. That is light. And it's exactly, it's just, it's that joy. It's like, ah, that's off of me. It's gone. I don't have to live with this heaviness. Yeah. All right. So let's, let's, let's go to number seven. So seven is alchemy. And, and as you can see us moving from block one to block eight, each one of them are significantly different They all do the same thing in that they create change, but as you move up this gradient ladder or these blocks, you find that your frequency, your vibe, your energy, you change to a dramatic change. If you remember in St. Peter's um, Basilica in Rome, the big um, painting on the Sistine Chapel is, you know, the person with their finger outreached pointing to something or getting ready to touch something. Mm-hmm. That's what alchemy is. Alchemy is having this unique ability to take anything and change the creation to what you choose it to be. How does alchemy work? If you take a, a, a billion little silver balls and that was your universe And those silver balls all over you, we'll call them molecules that are just floating around in that empty space, just waiting to be told what to do and where to go to enhance your life. Most people want to take a look at all of these silver balls or silver molecules, and they don't even know that they're out there just waiting to be told by you to go do something. So you have this unique, innate power and ability to take something and create something of such phenomenal um, 
gift to yourself. How do you do that? You just let yourself understand that there's a creating power, you know, that can change anything. Now, I'm going to move from alchemy to really the most important um, block of the bunch list, and that's really what this show today is about, is creation. Block number eight is how do we create? When you take a look at our species, have they ever taught us in school? Have we ever had teachers show us or tell us how to create? Do we even know that we create? Do we even have the power to create anything of our choice? When you take a look at why a person, any person on the planet, creates anything, it is for you to experience something. So you go out and you create something, whether it be negative or positive or somewhere in between, you are creating something because you need to have an experience, whether it's you're aware of the creation or unaware of the creation. Here's the big one, Liz. Most people, most people on our planet have no clue how to create. Even worse of a problem is most people on our planet are creating from default. What does that mean? That means that most people are creating crap because they're involved in crap when they're creating. Let's say you have an issue, that you have a health issue. Would you want to create something more with your health when you're focusing on the issue or the problem with your health? Because when you do, you've now created within, with, with this overall influence of the problem. The problem is now what's generating this creation. And, and, that, and that's where I think people are sometimes um, a little mystified because then they're, they're asking themselves, well, you know, wh- where's the end point to this? Well, if you're creating, as you're pointing out, from the place of lack, limitation, whatever that mucky place is, then then we will, unless it's cleared out, unless we dump it, unless we get rid of it, we'll create more of it. Because that's, as you said, that's the default position. So when we're, when more crap is coming in, you know, we, we have to stand back and laugh at ourselves because we've been the creator of it, haven't we? Well, we have, Liz, and that's the problem is nobody's taught us how to do anything different. And really, give me one place on the planet that I know or you know, where do they teach you how to create anything? And yet, it's the most important thing that we do because it's the thing that sets everything else into motion. It's the thing that sets us into motion for the next minute, the next 10 minutes, the next hour, the next day, the next five years, 10 years, 20 years, it sets everything into motion. Yet, how much of it, it, it is by default? Mm-hmm. And, and that's really, you know, about what this show is. If we have the ability to know where we are, whether it's our words are, are negative, we'll change them, um, that we're focusing on somebody else, change it, flip that arrow back. We're lacking energy, create more energy, get to what you know, tip in the right direction, take the stuff off that's hindering you. 
all of those, what they really do is they get the stuff off of you, get you going in the right direction so that you can create on purpose what you truly choose to create rather than creating from the problem or the issue or or the bad things that have been going on in life. Jerry, this is super, super, super imperative that we pick up at, at exactly this spot after the break. We're going to take a quick break, but you are listening to a conversation that is the roadmap for you asking yourself, what will it take to be the real you? This conversation is happening between Jerry McLean and myself, Liz Tupling. You're listening to a new you on the Empowerment Channel, Voice America. We'll see you after break. We're on Facebook, along with some of the greatest minds of the world, and that includes you. Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment. Things Worth Considering, featuring host Gord Riddell, is a program that's all about connections. The connections we make with our families, our workplaces, friends, and others around us. It's also about connections to ourself, spirit, feelings, and stories. Let us connect with you each week to explore what we are and what we can be moving forward. We can overcome the obstacles that stand in our way. Things Worth Considering airs live every Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Empowerment. Voice America is on your favorite smart speaker. If you have Alexa or Google Home, go ahead and give us a try. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast on TuneIn. Join host Marla Goldberg each week for guided spirit conversations. This show puts you, the listener, in touch with some exciting guests. Hear how they've helped others and find out how you can help too through Marla's charity shoutouts. Are you ready to shift your current life experience? We've got tips, tools, and techniques designed to help you get started. Guided spirit conversations can be heard Thursdays at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Empowerment. What sets apart VoiceAmerica.tv from the other video content providers on the Internet? Choice and flexibility means that you can host your video content live or on demand on the main VoiceAmerica.tv channels through your own branded media player or your own private TV channel. We support multiple media formats, so all of your video content can be in one place. We offer a number of advertising and video packages. For more information, visit VoiceAmerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us surprise you. Follow the Voice America Empowerment Channel on Twitter. You already know we're full of great ideas, and our hosts have plenty to say. We want to hear from you, too. Be sure to follow us at VA Empowerment and come back every day to see what's next. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to A New You with Liz Tupling. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you'd rather send an email, send it to Elizabeth at mysoulgrowth.com. Now, back to A New You. Welcome back, and you are listening to A New You with myself, Liz Tupling, and my guest, Jerry McLean. Before the break, we were talking about today's question, which is, what will it take to be the real you? 
And Jerry has walked us through over the course of this would be our third episode. He's walked us through the eight building blocks of living that authentic life that you've always wanted to live. And he's given you the tools and he has he has created the roadmap for being in the space of creation. And this is this is the thread that we left dangling prior to our break. But I really wanted to pick up and want to pick up from that's that very thread of creation. And Jerry, we started this discussion of, you know, using these tools and using these blocks or building blocks and and breaking down barriers and moving through limitations and eliminating stuckness and, uh, and eliminating some of those limiting points of view that we have all locked into us that have then defined our future realities, but using the building blocks that you've described to bust through all of those, break them down and choose the new you, the real you. And so I'd love to hear more of your sense of and your awareness around what is involved in the creation of of the next version of self. Walk us through that, if you will. When you take a look at yourself, you want to see what is it that you're choosing? Is it a life that you're choosing that somebody else told you, you know, they wanted you to um, be or become? Or is there any part of you, like you said the word authentic, is there any part of you that you're really authentically doing it because you choose to do it. And, th- and this is the real enigma of, of living life on purpose is what I call it, or other people call it, you know, living life the way you want to. But I choose on purpose. What do I want to do because I choose to do it, and it's a purpose that I want to encompass in my life? Where most people, again, are sitting here, oh, my parents wanted me to become a doctor or a lawyer or whatever it is, you know, that was in in some essence forced upon us and, and it was somebody else's creation rather than your creation. And you start to look at, Ooh, does that make me authentically happy? doesn't mean you have to give it up if you're a doctor or a lawyer or in some kind of profession, an engineer, whatever it may be. It gives you a, a way to look at, okay, you're a doctor, you're a lawyer right now. What else do you choose to do that is more in alignment? It doesn't mean give it up. It means you can do two things at one time. It means that you can create the thing that makes you the most happy that you've ever been. It means that you create from a space that it's yours rather than somebody else's. That somebody else's creation is the default that I talk about. That default also mimics how a lot of people create from issue or problem rather than what do they want. So I remember when we were talking a couple times on the phone, Liz, we we would sit there and and have a conversation about what do you really want? And, and, you know, I don't know. Well, the moment that you don't know what you want, you're now, you know where you are. 
So now when you know where you are, you're at building block four. You're halfway up the ladder. You're halfway home to being able to create. What would you have to do from there? So I don't know what I want. Okay, sounds like a bad thing, but it's really a good thing. Mm -hmm. Now you don't know what you want. You can tip in the right direction. So you go to building block five. You tip towards what do you want? Have that conversation. It's a very different conversation because most people are having the conversation that is about the default or the problem or the issue rather than tipping towards the right direction. Right. And in the right direction, oftentimes, and this is where I I believe that we were um, raised, socialized and bred to believe that the right direction is outside of us. And so I love, love your arrow analogy because it's inevitable when you bring the arrow back to self. This is is this is the way back within. This is the most accurate compass. It's the most accurate barometer. It's the most accurate reading of what is light for you. And so we've talked about that on prior shows. Does it read light? Does it read heavy? That truth exists within. It is not for someone else outside of you to decide. And it's it when you boil it down, Jerry, it becomes super super simple. Go within and and be with self and ask self Whatever your, whatever, your, whatever your process is, it's different for everybody. I use the light and heavy analogy because it's, it's quick and easy for me, and I use it with clients, and that's just the verbiage. But, but I think we're taught something, I know we're taught something very different, which is, you know, you got to go out there and you got to go on some exhausting search and rescue mission for your truth. Get your leader dog, get your flashlight, and go out there and find it. But, you know, how tiring is that? when it's really right there within you. You just have to receive it. Well, it's the epic journal, or journey that we go on, and the real question is, is it your journey, or is it somebody else's? And it really becomes the ultimate question. The ultimate question is, are you looking at what has just been passed down just by your parents. Mm. And how much of you are you? Are you 95% your parents? Are you 5% you? When you really take the time to look at where do the mannerisms come from? Does your dad or your mom, are they a negative thinker? Are they a positive thinker? You know, are they drinkers? Are they smokers? you'll start to really see how much your life is yours and how Mm. much of it you gave away. And it Mm -hmm. becomes a very, very stimulating conversation with self. Once you look at and find out, damn, this isn't anything to do with me. If this was mine, I would do it this way. Wow, well, you just tipped in the right direction. You know, in, 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 in some of the terminology, we use the building blocks. And why do we call them the building blocks? Because it has a terminology of a block. When you listen to that word, it means you're blocked, that you don't go anywhere. Mm-hmm. Well, that's mm-hmm. really why they were called blocks, because you're blocked at some point. But here's the, the great part about these, these tools, Each one of those blocks are made out of solid granite. They give you your foundation 
that you now can stand on your foundation with your own two feet and you can move forward in your life based upon your life, based upon your foundation of what you find true to you rather than somebody else's. And once that magic happens, it's Mm -hmm. like that eight-year-old boy or girl needing to go and hide their magic when they're little because they're going to be found out that they're talking to you know, the, their friend that they can't right. see and they got to put it away and, and hide it. And hide, and This is yeah. where the magic comes out and you become you again. So so let me ask you about something, Jerry, and, and this is a, a conversation that I know you and I have, have had, um, not extensively, but I'd like to explore it. We're talking about creation, super, super important topic, because as you describe the blocks to us, you describe them as these foundational pieces that we can continue to, you know, grow with, expand from, and create something new and different. But what if all these old limiting narratives and stories that were passed down and ancestrally and generationally that 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 then were handed directly to us from our parents and maybe even you know ancestors going way way back that they the stories the narratives more than likely the limiting points of you became locked in and and are solidified in a, in most of us they then drive drive all of these points of view is there a possibility that once these things are wedged in our cellular memory, that we can uncreate them? What are your thoughts on that? That totally, 100% is what this is all about. What would be any value to you or to me or to anybody if we're going to talk about something and there isn't a way for it to change, to uncreate, or to go in a different direction? And the only way you get to answer that question is, has there ever been a time in your life where you've changed something? You have to be the determining answer to that question. Mm -hmm. Is it the universe? Is it God? Is it something else? Is it some other power? Or is Mm -hmm. it you? Yet you look at every, every religion on the planet, it's, it's telling us really to be the best version of self that we can be. When you, when you strip down all of the idiosyncrasies of any kind of religion, that is really at the core what they're asking us to do. Do we have that ability? Mm-hmm. Well, the only way you're going to find out if you have that ability, because what good is it if somebody like you or I lives say, well, would they use these blocks or do this or uncreate it? What good is it if they don't have a way to do it? If they don't have some kind of magic formula that is uniquely theirs to initiate a change? Then why even go through the process? All you can do is answer the one question, and it is the most basic question. Have you ever changed anything? Has your focus ever changed anything? Has your attitude ever changed? Have you ever changed physically? Have you Mm -hmm. ever went from bad to good or good to bad? If you come up with yes to any of those, Mm -hmm. now the question is, how can you duplicate that? Mm -hmm. How can you slow roll that to a point that you can do it over and over and over and over again? And once you have that formula, 
you have the authentic you. And that you is created yeah. and create and create and create and it brings you so much joy and you smile and you laugh and you have a blast. Mm-hmm. And that's where the magic is. It truly is. Jerry, I can't thank you enough for being on A New You again today. It, it's always just, it, it is It is so, so, I describe my time with you as sparkly and light-filled. And I know that the listeners, as they absorb and, and they receive everything that you're teaching them, everything that you're sharing, I know that their lives are changing and they're transforming. So, Thank you, my friend, for for sharing you and your and your beautiful energy with us. I'm so grateful. You're welcome, Liz. Thanks for the invite. Absolutely. Please come back again. Please join us for more conversations about creation and the creation of of the new you, the real you, and all of the different ways that you can find your your way back home to everything that is within you, because that's really, truly where the magic is. And I'm so grateful again for the message of that today, Jerry. So, so friends, please stay, stay safe, stay healthy, be well. Know that we always are here to support you, to share the messages, to lift you up, to inspire you, to motivate you, to, to find the real you within. And as always, until next time, my friends, make each new day a creation of a new you. I'm Liz Tupling, and this is a new you on Voice America, the Empowerment Channel. Thank you so much for tuning in this week. A new you with Liz Tupling can be heard every Friday morning at 7 a.m. Pacific Time and 10 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have a life-changing week. 